You're listening to the Northwestern Campus Ministry Podcast from Northwestern College in Orange City, Iowa. Northwestern Campus Ministry exists to send students out as those rooted, built up, and established in Christ for God's glory and for the sake of the world. Thanks for listening and enjoy this recent message from our Christian Formation Program. All right, I am very excited for what the Lord is going to speak in these next few minutes. We have a couple of beloved Raiders who have been with us uh, four years. Tori, have you been here longer than four years or just four? Yeah, I thought so. Five years, uh, uh, Tori and Ben. uh, Excited to hear what the Lord's laid on their heart as they prepare for graduation and for leaving this community. But would you guys please join me in welcoming up first Ben Akers. Good morning. Uh, Like Josh said, I'm Ben Akers. I'm a senior social work student here at Northwestern. Um, And yeah, I was asked to give a short word here this morning. So um, as I reflected on my four years here um, and what I've learned over my time here, trust was the word that kept coming to mind. Um, I think in your time in college, you have to exercise trust a lot. You're trying to discern, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And like, what should my major be? And all these big questions, and everybody keeps asking you, like, what are you going to do? And so a verse that's really spoken to this for me is Jeremiah 17, 5 through 8. Um, And it says, this is what the Lord says. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person will be like a bush in the wasteland. They will not see prosperity when it comes. They will dwell in the parched places of the desert and a salt land where no one lives. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green, and it never worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. So in this verse, I just love the imagery uh, that is used. Um, So it paints the picture of when you're trusting in man, when you're trusting in the things of the flesh, Um, then you just, it's a wasteland, it's desert, it's dead, there's no life. But when you trust in the Lord, he'll like bring prosperity and you'll flourish and it'll just be so much more fruitful than when you're trusting in man, when you're trusting in the things of the flesh. Um, So I think that's such a beautiful picture of what trusting in the Lord is, but it's very hard to like conceptualize what does it actually look like to put your trust in this God who I can't like physically see Um, It's just like this big thing that we're told to do that we talk about all the time, but what does it actually mean to put your trust in the Lord? Um, So I'll come back to that, but this summer, one of the things that I did is I led trips at Coldwater, which is a wilderness uh, foundation in northern Minnesota. I was in the Boundary Waters, and I was leading canoe trips, and so I'd love to talk to you more about that sometime. It shaped my life a lot and has had a huge impact, but today I really want to focus in on canoeing. So canoeing is a huge exercise of trust uh, because you have two people in a canoe and you're both working together to try to get to one place, but you have two very different roles. And so one of my students said, like, this is a perfect picture of what it is to walk with Christ. So I'll admit this picture that I'm using today is not my own, but is actually a high school freshman's that was on one of my trips. But so the stern person in a canoe, their job is to steer the canoe. They're taking you where you're trying to go. And so as the person in the bow of the canoe, you just have to, you're the engine. You keep 
paddling forward. The bow is the front and the stern is the back, by the way. Um, so you're paddling forward as a stern person or as a bow person, and you just got to keep paddling forward. You're not steering the canoe, but you have to trust that the person in the back of the canoe is going to take you where you're going. And so this picture that my student gave me is Jesus is in the stern of our canoe. And I think that's pretty easy to think about at first because you're like, oh yeah, like Jesus should be steering where I'm going in my life. But you think about it a little further and it gets a little more tricky. So the first question that I want to ask you is who is in the stern of you in college is like, you can put your sport and you can put your friends, you can put academics, you can put people's perception of you. Like all of these things are things that we put in the stern of our canoe and it's like, all the decisions I make on an everyday basis, whether it be a big decision or a little decision, I'm doing this because I want people to look at me this way. But what we're called to is not to put our trust in that and not to make our decisions based on that, but to put our trust in the Lord. And so I think we're still asked, like, what, what does it look like to do this? Like, what is my role in this? And I think we have two tendencies when we say that we put our trust in the Lord. And I think one of these tendencies is to look at it as a passive job. And so, like, if you're passive in it, you're just sitting in the front of that canoe, and you're just like, all right, the Lord's got me. Like, I don't have to do anything. He'll just direct me wherever I go. But if you've ever been in a canoe, and you're with a partner who's not paddling, it's pretty difficult, especially as the person in the stern. Your job isn't the power like the person in the bow of the canoe is. Your job is to steer. And you can't really steer if the canoe's not moving forward, if there's no momentum. And so our job is to provide momentum, to take that next step forward and not just say, oh, the Lord's got me, like, I don't have to do anything. And I think our second tendency is to try to take control ourselves. And so, also, if you've ever been in a canoe, my tendency was, when I was in the bow, you're like, oh, I know where I'm trying to go, I know what I'm trying to do, and so, like, you switch up your paddle strokes to, like, try to correct for the person who's in the back, and you're, like, paddling forward, and you're like, oh, like, we need to go this way, so you start, like, going like this, and, like, trying to correct and there are times when you do need to do a different type of paddle stroke, but the person in the stern is the one that tells you to do that. And so we need to be attentive to the Lord and if he's calling us to go in a different direction, but when he's not, we just have to keep paddling forward, just keep moving forward. And so I think another picture that I saw while I was at camp is they'd be, my students would be navigating and we'd give navigation fully in their control. They have to figure out where they're going, use a map, um, and they do a really good job of navigating. They paddle up, and they're like 100 feet from shore and like at the right spot, and then they stop, and they look down at their map, and they look up, and they're like, this, this doesn't look right. Something's not right here. I'm not going where I'm supposed to be going. And in that moment, instead of just paddling forward, which if they did, they would see, oh, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. But instead of doing that, they just sit there, and they just look. They stare at the map, and they're like, what do I do? And so my encouragement is, of like, especially in this time of college, you're trying to discern where you're going. You're trying to discern what to do. You're like, maybe the Lord's calling me this way. Maybe he's calling me this way. Take the next paddle forward in faith. Just take one more paddle forward, and then maybe the Lord will make it clear. And maybe you're not in the right place. And like, then you have to go a different direction. You have to go along the shore. And like, maybe this is where I'm supposed to go. But when we just sit there, there's no opportunity for the Lord to direct us. There's no opportunity for him to steer um, so yeah, that's just a little bit of what I learned over the summer, and I hope that can give you a little better picture of what it is to put your trust in the Lord.
my name is Tori Buckler, kind of like Josh said. I am a fifth year, so I love Northwestern. Uh, but no, it's more of I'm a fifth year nursing student, so that's kind of the background. But I just uh, actually wanted to go alongside Ben. So unlike many of other many others here, uh, we were able to be cold water interns this summer. And so Ben and I were working together this summer as well. And so just following along that analogy of the canoe, and how are we actually responding to God? Um, and so often, kind of like Ben said, uh, you want to paddle forward, but what if you're in the position where you're actually like, I actually don't trust what's supposed to happen. I don't trust my steer. And so I just wanted to share words of encouragement this morning of what does it look like to regain trust with the Lord? Because I know it's November. It is crazy right now. Academics are in high, high gear. And yeah, things can just be really chaotic. And with circumstances within your own life, I can understand sometimes it's not easy to just say, hey, keep going, keep pressing forward. And so I just wanted to share a couple passages. First uh, Peter 5.10 says that in his kindness, God called you to share his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, he will support, and he will strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. And so I think following what Ben was going with, um, so often we're, we're trying to navigate this plan and this path that God is calling us um, and so often I think the church and society illustrates it of, okay, you get to plan A, to plan B, to part C, and so forth. But what if it actually doesn't look like I need to do uh, medical missions to ICU as a nursing student? But what does it actually look like of me just seeking the fundamental things that God is calling us to? He's calling us to seek restoration. He's calling us to seek uh, to support one another and to strengthen one another. Um, and so what if our path doesn't look, it doesn't need to be one certain way. It can be um, holistic. And then moving forward, Proverbs 2, 3 through 8. Um, Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and the knowledge of God. And I don't know about you guys um, in the room, but I'm still trying to seek where God is calling us right now. And so just a beautiful analogy of how if we are seeking and persisting to seek God's calling for our lives, he will respond. And even in the midst of things looking kind of hazy up ahead and you're like, God, like what's happening? I don't know what's going on. Um, just being, being reassured that promises are happening and, and it will be fulfilled. And so continuing on, for the Lord gives wisdom, and from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless, and for he guards the course of the just, sorry, I had a typo, and protects the way of his faithful ones. And so just also the reality of when I look at this passage, I'm like, God, I am not uh, upright. I am not blameless. I am not always seeking justice, and I'm not always faithful. But it is through Jesus Christ that is how we are able to seek success and to be protected and be called blameless. And then lastly, 1 Peter 5, 6. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time he will lift you up in honor. And give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. And so I love how it says in this passage that at the right time, 
he will lift you up. And so, um, yeah, just for, for you guys to process and think, where do you think you are at with God? Do you think that things are kind of chaotic and it's turbulent, or do you feel like God is kind of bringing you towards, towards the des- destination that you're longing to be? And so, yeah, I just wanted to share encouragement that even in the midst of the chaos and even in the midst of saying, God, I don't, I don't think this is it. This does not look it. It looks overgrown and super rocky up ahead. Um, but God is faithful and he will bring you through. And so if you don't mind, I'll just pray us out. So close your eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, God, Lord, I just thank you so much for your faithfulness and who you are and how you brought us all together just to understand more of your heart for one for for us and for one another. So God, I pray that you will just go before us. I know there's tons of tests happening, tons of projects, and it's stressful and it's crazy and turbulent, but Lord, we also know that you bring peace and you bring comfort and you bring understanding. And so in the midst of us walking through these journeys, God, I pray that you will just remind us to be persistent, to pursue your faithfulness, to pursue your promises because they are evident and they are real. And so we thank you, God, for your love and we praise you. Amen.